Hello everybody, my name is Lance and this next is in episode 200 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, thank you for this opportunity to make another podcast, and it's our 200th podcast, and we're very thankful that you've given us 200 of them. I pray, Father, that uh, our words would be glorifying to you, beneficial to those who are listening and uh, guide us in what we say and do. Thank you for the beef who really handles all of the technical aspect of doing these podcasts. I couldn't do it without him. And uh, so bless him and his family. Bless our audience, Father. Guide and strengthen them in your word and in your truth. And we thank you for these things. And in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Brother, 200 episode. 200. Can you believe that? 200 episodes, brother. I feel like we should have have like a virtual cake or something. (laughs) A virtual cake. A virtual cake. Wow. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. 200 episodes. 200 episodes. That's uh, when did we start this? Oh, man. I, I, it's, I, don't, it's a while. I don't even remember. It's been a while. It's a while. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, let's let's start it right, okay? All right. What Ready? do you got? Here we go. Here we go. Yep. That's the way to start a 200 episode. That's for sure. Old school. That is old school. Ah, yeah. It's the season, brother. It's the season. (laughs) It is the season, season. bro. So does that that mean you got your lights up, your Christmas tree up, and... Brother... Gonna run around, do all your shopping. We were pulling mistletoe. What else? <laughs> well, yeah, well, you gotta care, be careful with the mistletoe. Yeah, I'll get the wife under the mistletoe. Okay, all right, we'll, all we'll, right. we'll do all it right. that way. Yeah, all right. yeah. But yeah, I was pulling stuff out of the attic uh, today. Uh, Marie had a day off finally. She'd been working like forever straight, right? And uh, so we finally got a day off today and got some stuff up and. Nice. Yeah, the house is all lit up, and well, inside more than the outside. More than I, got, <laughs> I, I got some, I got some flashing green and red lights on the outside, you know, and uh, stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> good stuff. We, we all, we It's all, that time again, brother. Yeah, it is. We you don't all. realize it when you. The only time when you start realizing it when you walk in the stores and everything. I mean, everything is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently sales are not going that well. Really? 
Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what, the last few trips to the store, even on a week, I mean, well, on a week, especially on the weekend, it's been packed. It's been busy. Like the what has it for lot, you guys? For us, it, it was. For I mean, California? I, really? Well, at least here in Santee, it is. Oh, good. Well, that's good to hear. But overall, yeah, it might be way different, you know. I imagine. I imagine. So what do you got for us on this 200 episode? Well, man, there's so much going on, so much stuff happening, right? That, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but let's start out. Let's start out with something here. Let me, uh, let me get my glasses on here. I got to start out with something here. You ready? Hi. General Porter, General Porters, all hands man your battle stations. Set material condition Zebra throughout the ship. Make Zebra report to DC Central. Yeah, we're going to battle stations, brother. Yeah, that's yeah. the call, right? That's the call for battleship. Let's What's go. That? Is that the call for the battleship? That's that's General Quarters, brother. That's oh, General Quarters. Oh. Now, uh, what's been happening is there was apparently some missiles shot in the Red Sea. And really? A few, yeah. And a Let's, few. Uh-huh. What's that? Uh, then I said, well, yeah, that part of that part of town. I mean, that side of the world. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> missiles being. But specifically, where yeah, were these missiles uh, uh, targeted yeah. to? Yeah, well, USS Kearney, it was a DDG, that's a guided missile destroyer, uh-huh. responded after attacks on civilian ships and uh, occurred in the Red Sea. Here's, a, here's the official report from the propaganda media uh, icon itself. U.S. defense officials confirming to NBC News the USS Kearney responded after four attacks on three civilian ships in the Red Sea off Yemen. At one point, the Kearney shot down a drone heading toward it. The U.S. not sure whether the Kearney itself was a target. One of the attacks hitting a British merchant ship. As the Kearney sped toward it to help, the U.S. destroyer shot down another drone. Two other civilian ships report they were hit, and the Kearney shot down a third drone. Late Sunday, Iran-backed Houthis posting a video claiming responsibility for the attacks. Houthi rebels took control of much of Yemen in 2014 and were considered a terrorist organization by the U.S. government until 2021. The Houthis calling the Red Sea strikes a show of support for Palestinians in Gaza, part of a series of recent incidents in that region. So this edited Houthi... Without going through the entire thing where they start going into their more detailed stuff mm-hmm. basically there was a ship attack now do you are you familiar with or you do are you, are you old enough to remember the okay. gulf of tonkin incident no i don't think so most people don't remember that incident because they're not old enough to remember it um but gulf of tonkin incident was an incident in vietnam north vietnam where a U.S. Navy, I think it was a Navy destroyer, was supposedly attacked mm. by gunboats coming out of North Vietnam. Mm, okay. Now, this was early when we had advisors in South Vietnam. We had not fully committed troops to Vietnam at that point. I, I don't remember what. It was 61, 62, or 63, probably 63 uh, time frame when this happened. Um, and 
that's what got us into Vietnam, that Gulf of Tonkin incident. Mm, when, a, okay. when, a, when a ship was attacked off the north, coast of North Vietnam. Now, here's the thing. Many, many years later, after the war, war was, yeah, we pulled out of Vietnam and all that. And in, in, in 73, 1973, 1975, North Vietnam finally took over South Vietnam. Um, years later, we learn that that incident never actually occurred. It was a what? false, it was a false flag operation done by our government. Mm. for the purpose of pulling us into Vietnam. And my question is, could history be repeating itself? Interesting. Hmm. Could history be repeating itself with this incident? Could this be another Gulf of Tonkin incident? Well, answer, yes, it could be, potentially. If it happened before, it can happen again. History does repeat itself. (laughs) Yes. Our government has a history of false flag operations. Mm. And and the Israeli government also has a history of false flag operations. Right. In order to manipulate the public to get what they want. Mm. We got the Patriot Act because of a false flag operation. Right. And that was really their goal, was to give us the Patriot Act. And we have been suffering under that act ever since. It has done nothing to protect us. We've got military-aged people flooding. 10,000 people came across the border today. That's a lot, 10,000. Wow. And a lot, a, a significant number of those folks were military-aged Chinese men. They came across the border. So how? Tell me, folks, how the Patriot Act has protected us. The only thing I've seen it do is restrict us at the airport when we're trying to get on a plane. I was gonna say, yep, it's more for like more for us. I think it's aimed. I think so. I, it's more, I believe, uh, yeah, yeah. I believe the Patriot Act is aimed at. Uh, targeting us, mm-hmm. not the people coming across the border. Uh, a number of them insurgents who would want who want to attack us. It's not there to restrict them or to keep them out of our country. It's to bring them in so that we can be attacked because we are considered to be the enemy of the state. Because the state is not what was founded at our founding any longer. It's now a globalist state, new world order, as, uh, as uh, you know, 41st president of the United States, George Bush stated, George Bush Sr., was talking about bringing in a new world order, even, even in a, uh, one of his uh, addresses to Congress. He was saying, uh, we're going to bring in a new world order. We now know what this new world order is, right? We now know what it is. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can find, um, go here. All right, so um, just a moment. Okay, here we are. Oh, oh, oh it jumped. Look at a white girl trying to burn down a Wendy's. I had uh, 
I had Klaus Schwab <laughs> confront. Here we go. It's a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time. And the world will look differently after we have gone through this transition process. Can you translate that for us? What is he really talking about? He's talking about us essentially giving up individual national sovereignty and giving up individual freedoms and turning over rule to experts. In fact, at his meeting in Davos, he said he looked at everyone in the room and these are billionaires, millionaires, corporate heads, government bureaucrats, Hollywood celebrities, the royal family, Bill Gates. He looked at everyone and he said, we have in this room, we get to decide the future of the planet. I mean, that's the kind of maniacal James Bond villain attitude he actually has. So uh, this is the founder and CEO and head of the World Economic Forum, Mm -hmm. right? Klaus Schwab. And uh, I have another interpretation of what he was saying, brother, and I want to bring that up for you guys so you can hear this other interpretation. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what they're telling us. So, I think know. that is a real interpretation right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cannot be any clearer than that. No, it cannot. It cannot. Uh, I, I, all I can say I is... I am Carl Schwab. I'm telling, taking everything away from you. <laughs> Here we go again. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. Danger. So, uh... So Will, Ro- Will Robertson, uh, the uh, Lost in Space, has been warned by the robot that danger is there, coming. Uh, Klaus Schwab is dangerous. So um, what say you, brother? No, oh, wait, stop, 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 stop. Known for loving. Hey, still see, going. You, know, you see how going. these advertisers are? Oh, you yeah. See? They oh, just they just try to take they're trying to take the world over these advertisers. See? They're trying to shut <laughs> us down with advertisement. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Uh, bro. We've spoken about this before a few times. We've done what we were talking about our 200 episode. I'm sure we have a hand, good handful of episodes. We mentioned Carl Strauss before, uh, uh, and um, you know, in regards to yeah, that state of mind. They believe that anybody oh. in, that oh. is a billionaire and everybody that is part of the uh, uh, what do they call it? They have a word for it. The um, the comp. That's the uh, like the celebrity complex, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the ones, because they're so successful, you know, in media, they think they're the ones who's going to be running this thing. And that's, they believe it. They believe yes, it. Yes, they do. They believe every word of it. But guess yeah. what? Even yeah. if they believe that, I trust our Lord and Savior, our God that is in control, even of these knuckleheads. Yeah. He's in control. I I got nothing to worry about these peeps. But right. yeah, people that are that will be scared for all that, or people that don't even believe it, right? Compare conspiracy right. theory. Right. You know, you're doing conspiracy theory. Come on, that cannot be possible. Really? What's taking place the last four years, four and a half years? 
Right. Uh, and then, of course, people will use this to say the world is ending and all of that, right? Absolutely. You got the other so, side of the page, right? So so I have a I have someone who wants to pipe in on that idea that, uh, of people making predictions. Okay, so, okay. Therefore, you must be when sensing the future, Anakin. The fear of loss is a path to the dark side. I, you know... I Yoda just had to pipe in on that, so just be careful about future predictions. You can, he will see. He will do. Yes, you could end up on the dark side. I'm just saying. I mean, I you know this is Yoda talk. So I. That's know, it. The wiser <laughs> words cannot be heard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I had to spice the 200 episode up a little. Bit. I, I see <laughs> that. I, I'm enjoying this. I'm sitting back, just like, all right, let's see what That's we got. Yeah, yeah, so... But we are in a conundrum, brother, when it comes to our world, mm-hmm. when it comes to our nation, when it comes to... Well, to some degree, I'll say when it comes to the church, not because, you know, oh, the church is not, uh, you know, in a good place. No, 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 the church is where it's supposed to be because it God intended everything that's happening. He meant it that way. It's, it's part of his will. Uh, but there's people that are believing that, that the church is in a bad state and he's, you know, the church is, you know, losing its members and all this. And it's like, no, have you guys not read scripture? Have you guys not understand what scripture says bring words to the church? It's already victorious. It's already growing. It's already, it's continuing to share the gospel. It's con- con- continuing to grow and continue to pursue the mission of preaching the gospel and, you know, loving our enemies and all that good stuff. Right. But anywho, brother. So with all of these things going on, how do you see, well, and let me prep it this way. We've, we've talked about how God has been judging the church and he's, in the Bible, he judges. He's uh, or just judge. In the midst of his judging and everything that's going around, now, is it in 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 a way we could understand it that God is actually separating, you know, let's say goats from the sheep that are within the church, so that we can actually evangelize those that are are unsaved in within the church. Yeah, we can, because sometimes that's what denominational splits are all about. Mm -hmm. It's the separating of the sheep from the goats. Mm -hmm. One denomination becomes the goats, the other denomination becomes the sheep. And world events could be, a lot of times people don't realize that world event, you know, God uses these things for his own purpose. And that's why I was mentioning the splitting of because a lot there's a we know the one of the biggest evangelistic fields is the church because we have a lot of believers, a lot of non-believers sitting in the pews thinking there are believers or they are saved, mm-hmm. but they're not. So when it comes to the church, that's taking place. But now outside in you know just a secular worldview, I see it as we continue the mission of preaching the gospel no matter what, in spite of you know the mentality that they have that they're going to rule this world and the new world order and all these things that they are talking about. Well, we're talking agenda 2029 or 2030, right? Um, 2030. Um, and they're behind on that, by the way. Oh, see. And they're, and they're pushing, they're pushing hard. Uh, well, 
like I said before, 2024 is going to be a crazy year because they're going to push hard in 2024 because they're scared of Trump getting elected. Right. His and popularity is growing and growing. It's, it's through the roof. Even people that dislike I mean, him and hated him are, are supporting him. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, people who were vehemently against him before, Democrats mm-hmm. who were vehemently, uh, polit- politicians who are Democrats, right? Like Como is now saying he could possibly vote for Trump. Uh, one of the Como brothers and uh, and the other Democrats I've heard say, uh, "Yeah, I I'm thinking I'm thinking about voting for him." Black Lives Matter, uh, president of uh, I can't remember what sector it is or what, mm-hmm. uh, but one of the presidents of Black Lives Matter, uh, one of the regional presidents, said he is supporting Trump. Yeah. Um, so he's he's had a paradigm shift. There's a lot of paradigm shifts happening. And the reason for that is because they're actually now experiencing the end results of their ideology that mm. they put that they put in the office, uh, that they voted for. And they're they're not liking it. It's there's a buyer's remorse uh and they're regurgitating you know they're choking on these policies and so forth and everybody wants to point the finger at Biden is Biden 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 you got to look beyond Biden because Biden is not that powerful and he doesn't have that much influence he's mm-hmm. he's a puppet i mean yeah. you know because he i mean he's not cognitively he's not that sharp he's he's suffering medically i you know look this is what people are saying he's uh, i mean it's either that or he or it's, or it's a fake biden and the whole thing's a show but you know you it, let's say it's not a show and that that's the real biden th- then obviously he has medical problems that need to be taken care of that need to be dealt with it's actually cruel to yeah. biden to keep him in office at this point because that it's just a cruelty to him. And the people who run the show in, in Washington, DC, they're so power hungry. They're so corrupt and they're so evil that they are willing to do this to that man. And they could care less about his well being. Mm. And that's, that's sad. He needs to go The 25th amendment can be used to get him out of office and he can go get the medical treatment that he needs and, and, and the care that he needs. Now, has he been a stellar individual? No, he's been very evil in a lot of what he does. Mm-hmm. But he's still a human being, and it doesn't matter how evil the person's been. We treat them with dignity, uh, you know, with, di- with human dignity, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the way he should be treated. So this is a Christian principle. You love your enemies. Do do good to them, right? This right. is this is a principle that Christ taught. But these people who are keeping him in office, they're not loving their their enemy. They're hating on him. Mm-hmm. They're not taking they're not saying, hey, he needs to be taken care of. They're leaving they're leaving him. I mean, why is he still in office? Now I know that they're talking about trying to do impeachment proceedings. They're coming up with some serious charges against him. Joe Biden, not mm. not Hunter, but Joe, and uh, they're working on impeachment proceedings. We don't know if anything's going to happen before 
Congress breaks for the holidays. Right. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, that. I did see a headline that said that uh, as far as getting ready to start working on impeachment. So I'm like, I was like, what? Okay, I got to read that. I haven't gotten in to read the details, but uh, no, well, absolutely. I completely agree with you on that, that um, it's just cruel. It's very cruel, I believe. It's cruel. He's very fragile. I mean, his state, I mean, right. it just is his reg in his regular speeches. And how many times have you seen him? Not only when he's traced through a teleprompter, reads the wrong thing, he's got notes in his hands. I mean, it's 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 sad. It's sad that we so have to have a leader like that. Right. So obviously someone else is actually running the country, not him. I, I mean, that's yeah. probably the best uh, you can come up with as far as him running country. I don't think he's running country either. I think somebody else is. They're just telling him what to say and do because he but, can't even walk a straight line. How many times does he guide it? to a spot where she's supposed to be. And only that, he ends up walking past that spot or it has to be retracted right. back. So it's like, he's not there. He is not yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, but we shall see brother. It's going to be interesting times coming up. We're at the end of 2023, 2024. It's election 2024 year. is going to, it's going to be a rough ride for the country. It really is. Yeah. But if we can ride it out, I think in at the end uh, we will be pleased with the results if if we can write it out if we can get if we can now we can't put all our baskets all all our baskets we can't put all of our goods in one basket right right all our eggs in one basket that's the old saying um, come on I'm from the south I should know that one <laughs> anyway. I know what's wrong with you <laughs> uh, yeah well. Uh, You've been away from the South too long, I think. You came to Cali and, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another year's coming. I'm realizing I'm going to be another year older, and it's just affecting oh, me now. Oh, so. <laughs> reality's <laughs> hitting. <laughs> but anyway, uh, point is, um, we can't put all our eggs in the Trump basket, right? We mm -hmm. can't just all lean on Trump and depend on him to rescue everything. Everybody needs to be involved in making their community better mm. and working against this evil that's coming down. And and when tyranny comes down, resist it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Says, yep. Yeah, I can't trust anything. That's, I don't trust anything put out by the WHO, the CDC, the FDA, mm -hmm. they, you know, Pfizer or any of the big, te big uh, tech companies or any of the big uh, pharma companies. They've proven themselves to be untrustworthy because they have lied over and over and over and over again. Yeah, right. So we can't trust them. Now, um, with that in mind, let me shift gears for just a moment. I think I can bring up some stuff. Um, I'm trying to find... Okay, I played uh, Yaden the last time, right, Dr. Dr. Mike Yaden? Mm -hmm. you did. I played him. Yeah. Okay. So here's uh here is Dr. Um this is the Vigilant Fox on X. And hopefully this isn't too long, but this is uh Dr. McAuliffe. And he, he's on InfoWars. See if this will come up. All right. Big government. What is? I don't understand the logic behind that. Why is there such a push to grow the government? Seeing what happened with that's a, that's an ad I have to skip.
Sorry, guys. Skip. It won't stop. Variation in the amount of messenger RNA in it. There's contamination with C DNA. These are little fragments of DNA that come off the manufacturing process. Let me let me start over. By the way, this is why I don't like advertisers because <laughs> because they don't do it in a decent manner. They interrupt everything you try to do. So besides just a, just a word to you guys. Besides, besides okay. oh, sorry, it keeps on the play besides, right in the Besides okay. like the, twilight the amount of messenger RNA in it, there's contamination with cDNA. These are little fragments of DNA that come off the manufacturing process. And one of them, Alex, you're not going to believe this, is SV40. SV40 is a known cancer-promoting segment of DNA. And yes, they're in the shots. I'm not a scientist like you and a you know, famous published person, but I know that Mainline news reports that many cancers, I saw federal documents they estimated 98 million Americans had cancer or, or related cancer from SV40 contamination in the 50s, 60s, uh, and 70s with live polio. Uh, explain what SV40 or simian virus 40 is and how big a deal it is that you just said, and I've been seeing this in the literature now, that SV40 is in there. SV40 turns on cancer genes in the human body. To make matters worse, the spike protein, the S2 segment, in a paper from University of Pittsburgh by Singh and colleagues, it impairs the tumor suppressor systems, P53 and BRCA. What I'm telling you is the shots promote cancer through SV40, and they inhibit our ability to fight cancer by suppressing the tumor suppressor system. So now this is looking very bad. Every system is showing cancer rates are up. So that's, uh, that's inarguable. The big question is, how much of it is due to the vaccines? So. There we are. Right, right out of the X Files, right? <laughs> right into the. I was like, oh, uh huh. I see what he did there. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's more. There's more. And I didn't get it from uh, Agent Moeller here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me see if I can find some of the information I had. Um, it'll take me a moment. There was, uh, I had some info that, uh, the, uh, out of the, out of, uh, some whistleblowers. All right. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find, I got the gateway pundit coming up. All right. No, that's not it. Let's go back over here. All right, let's go over here. Okay, let's go here. Okay, here we are. All right, so this is uh this is a whistleblower coming out of the Pentagon. All right. So here's what he has to say. So you may see my wife's recent post, and I want to elaborate on that. And give you an example as to why reinstatement, back pay, and, and apologies isn't enough. So in July. Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022. 
and I only am using fixed wing pilots and helicopter pilots active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, pulmonary heart disease, 62%, heart failure, 973%, other forms of heart disease, 63%, cardiomyopathy, 152%. goodness uh that's not good heart disease 900 plus percent is that what i heard yep yep and that was uh i'll tell you who that was that was uh, this was uh pentagon data shows heart failure spiked nearly a thousand percent among pilots in 2022 whistleblower for unvaccinated soldiers that were discharged because they refused to take the vaccination to come back because they're having serious problems with shortages. They can't get pilots in the air. The Air Force can't get pilots in the air. The Navy's having a problem with this because of this heart disease problem that's cropped up. This is Lieutenant Ted Macy. It's M-A-C-I-E. And we're so thankful for his guts to come out and do this because whistleblowers get targeted, right? It says he found major spikes in several heart-related ailments over the previous five-year average among pilots, including heart failure at 973% and cardiomyopathy, 152%. And he is a medical professional. Um, Lieutenant uh, Ted Macy is an active duty officer with the U.S. Navy Medical Service Corps who serves as a health administrator and medical recruiter. His wife, Mara Macy, is running for Congress in Florida's 5th District. Both have been speaking out against the Pentagon's COVID jab mandate and its treatment of service members who objected to the vaccine. Uh, now here's the here's the Philippines. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, and uh, the Philippine government is launching an investigation into over three hundred twenty-seven thousand unexplained excess deaths. The copy of the um, said um, uh, resolution. This is about a two hundred sixty thousand uh, excess deaths that we experience in this country. Uh, will be showing a graph uh, coming from the uh, Philippine Statistics uh, uh, Authority. And uh, sa DOH, meron din po silang uh, mga copies that have been submitted, datas. And uh, we are shocked uh, to find out that there were 262,000 deaths on 2021 alone. And Now, when you're hearing uh, words you don't understand, he's speaking Tagalog. Yeah, I, I picked up on some of those Tagalog he was saying. Right. That. So it's typical for the official uh, government language in the Philippines is English. But it's it's not uncommon for them to mix English and Tagalog together. Okay, right. so that's what you'll be hearing. So I'll continue. That 2022, ng 67,000 deaths. And these are all uh, unexplained deaths, no? 
and uh, that's the reason why this committee is um um i think uh motor proprio we will be investigating this uh, this uh, issue so, hmm. so they're doing an investigation to find out okay yeah. what's happening here why all of a sudden after all these shots were given are people having problems and i got one more and this is a health worker turned whistleblower in uh in new zealand and he's facing court after he exposed shocking number of deaths linked to, to covid vaccine according to him shouts freedom to supporters in the gallery now it says on sunday uh gateway pundit reported that a 56 year old employee turned whistleblower of Te Watu Ora, New Zealand's public health agency, was targeted by police raids. This is what happens with whistleblowers that come out. They're trying to send a message and say, hey, don't you dare tell on us or we're going to come after you. Right. But these people, this is corruption at the highest levels occurring worldwide. Okay. Now, the good news is that there, that there are some very good governments, very, very good people being elected in the government that are anti-globalist and anti-corruption. Argentina just had a, a great election on that, and European nations are starting to do that as well. They're turning against uh, their overlords, which is good news for the world. Uh, it says the whistleblower was arrested Sunday afternoon for his alleged involvement in the unauthorized disclosure and misuse of data, according to police reports. The police disclosed, disclosed that the whistleblower's true identity is Barry Young. Mm -hmm. Young, responsible for managing New England, uh, no, I'm sorry, New Zealand's COVID-19 vaccination database, has come forward with alarming data regarding ex excess deaths that he claims are connected to specific batches of the Pfizer vaccine. Now, mm. so there's a lot more to the story, but we'll leave it there. Look, uh, we were talking about the dangers of these shots all the way back in 2020. Oh, yeah. When we were early in, the, in this podcast, right? And everything mm -hmm. hit. Absolutely. We were talking about this. So, um, Get your thoughts on all this, brother. I mean, this is just uh, now that all this is coming out. I think this would would help us to understand why there's a shift mm -hmm. away right. from the globalist mentality to um, you know nationalism and uh, Trump and Trump type of candidates that are populist who would stand against this stuff. No, absolutely. I mean. You just said we've covered this for some time since, you know, the whole pandemic, pandemic started and by evidence and by more people coming out. And now that we are clearly seeing the ramifications, the consequences of such jab that they push and want to try to jam down our throats. Oh, mysteriously, now so many mysterious deaths happening amongst young people. and heart condition issues hello what? it's evident brother and man one you know i feel bad for people that were forced to take the shot and out of panic or out of fear they took it and now they are you know anxious because they don't know if it's going to affect them like it has other people that have just passed suddenly uh 
you know, and also feel for those that lost jobs because they didn't take the jab. And I like what the uh, the military uh, doctor, the, the uh, when he was talking in numbers that he said, I think he mentioned right off the bat, I guess they offered the job back or something like that. And they, right. besides an apology and the money, he's like, yeah, you guys should go beyond, uh, you know, accepting, getting the job back, give them the money, you know, back pay. Plus throw in a few extra, you know, a few bucks more there on top of that, because you did this. Well, the, the free medical for life. That's yeah. They should plus back pay. Mm-hmm. And, but it, here's the thing. They're, they're scared now. No, oh, absolutely. They know they're, being, they're being, they're being caught. Right. They knew this stuff. That's the thing. They knew this was going on. And they pushed it anyway. And the government officials that pushed this onto the military, they can be held accountable for this. For crimes against humanity, this is genocide. Right. No. This is a true. very, very serious thing. And the Great Barrington Declaration, mm-hmm. signed by hundreds of doctors and medical professionals and, and uh, medical researchers, have co- that, that declaration is declaring that uh, these shots need to be taken off the market. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's, they're dangerous. And, and now, of course, this last round of boosters, um, you know, Pfizer and the other companies are losing their shirt because nobody trusts them anymore. Nobody's taking them. Why? Because they've had family members die from this. They themselves have been affected by it. Um, they're, ha- they're suffering from de- debilitating medical issues because of this. And <laughs> uh, what, what did the deep state think was going to happen when people were affected? Right? Right. right. Uh, I mean, the number of people that have woke up to this reality is, is just f- incredible. And of course, the censorship is still being pushed by the government. And, it, and look, uh, I don't. I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm not too angry at YouTube anymore because now it's come out that the reason YouTube did what they did is because they were forced to do it by government officials, by the Biden administration, and really, whoever. Really, it was Klaus Schwab and the boys, the World Economic Forum, and the World Health Organization pushing it on to the Biden administration, and then pushing it all the way down to our level to where we're we were being censored, and and shut down and eliminated for putting this kind of information out from doctors and from professionals, medical professionals, uh, and they were being. Uh, you know, shut down as well mm-hmm. because these globalist, uh, anti-human, uh, uh, these these actors uh, at at that level, the Klaus Schwab level, were were forcing this onto us, and now they're getting a backlash from the people, and they're scared because they know mm-hmm. that if right. we if we win this battle, and if Trump gets in. And we and Trump together are able to shut them down and bring them to accountability for what they've done. They know they are going to be going to probably to prison for life or they will 
they will be executed under capital punishment after being convicted in a court of law. And we're talking a Nuremberg type of trial that occurred after World War II. I mean, they're doing the same thing that the Nazis were doing that they were tried for and convicted for and then hung. It's the same stuff. And they tried to hide this and they tried to, they tried to cover it up. And it didn't work. It's coming out now. And you and I, we were we were call calling them out three years ago, mm -hmm. along with a whole bunch of other people. Alex was calling them out. Uh, Stu Peters was calling them out. Uh, we can name a whole slew of people that were calling them out, got canceled, and, but kept going, would not quit. We would not sit down and we would not shut up. And mm. that's why they're in trouble now. Oh, yeah. By the way, till this day, we still get some of our episodes removed from YouTube because, quote unquote, misinformation. <laughs> Anytime we <laughs> talk against the jab or talk against, you know, uh, uh, taking a shot and all that. Well, that's okay. We're, we're, we have other avenues. I mean, Absolutely. We're, we're still on Podbean. We're still on yeah. other other avenues. Uh, YouTube was minimal on, on viewership anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not too concerned about that. We're going to put this information out no Absolutely. matter what. Always. Uh, what I find interesting now that just the world in general is waking up. I mean, you just yeah. we just heard the Philippines. We heard from New Zealand. I mean... What other evidence do you need? What other, you know, uh, uh, what else do you want to see of people coming out and saying, why are these things happening? We're going to start investigating these things, which is right. finally, wow, this is what we need. This is that's, what's needed to be done. Right. That's flipping. It's flipping mm -hmm. the other direction. Mm -hmm. And that's oh, yeah. why and that's why 2024 is going to be crazy, because these globalists are going to throw everything they have against us at, in 2024. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And don't be surprised if they're not going to try to, they're going to throw every kind of psychological warfare they can think of against us. They're going to, I mean, you know, false flag operations everywhere, uh, propaganda being thrown all over, uh, advertisements with propaganda being thrown all over the place. Uh, Google is going to be all in on the propaganda. You can't trust hardly anything that's put out on Google anymore. Uh, Wikipedia has been compromised. Uh, I mean, down the line. But the problem is, is that even with all of that, people are walking away from that stuff. And they're, they're saying, I don't believe Wikipedia anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and the woke corporations are getting their butts kicked. Elon Musk threw down the gauntlet. Oh, yeah. And said, you don't want to advertise on X? Fine. You deal with the people. Because they're going to make you accountable. This is what he was saying. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Disney, the first one I'm seeing, is getting their butts tanned. Yeah. This new movie they came out, uh, this new movie they came out with, it's all woke, and it's a, you know, a couple of um, uh, homosexual parents with the kids. Is a movie. It's about, it's tanking. They, they, they put, I don't know, a billion dollars into this movie, and it is tanking. <laughs> and so the people are saying, we're done with you. We don't want anything to do with you anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if their cruise cruise line is not suffering, and I know their theme parks are suffering. Yeah, the movies are definitely going down. Oh, so yeah. they, it's game over. Yeah, it's people just are, a matter of people time. are not buying it anymore, bro. It's it's that time where it's like you know what, enough, enough is enough. Uh, right. So, 
Yeah. And, and I mean, it's just what we, what we need to see. People responding. People responding in a way that tells them, no, we're not going to take it anymore. We, we're going to fight back. We're going to stand on what is truth. And that's what we need to do. And as Christians, bro, you know, I, we serve a, a God that is just. Therefore, we need to stand, you know, in justice and in the truth of the word of God. We do. Let me give the words of uh, Psalm 140. How's that? Mm, sounds like a plan. Let's do it. It says, this is David, praise for praise to be delivered from Saul. And this was when Saul was going after David. But the general principle is uh, applicable. It says, deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man, which imagine mischiefs in their heart. Continually are they gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Shelah. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man who have proposed to overthrow my goings. The proud have hid a snare for me, a cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set grins for me, Shelah. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the Lord. I had to hit my, my, my screen was about to go dead, so I had to, had to hit my screen real quick. I got to find where I was. Um, that, I'll just go back to verse 6. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the Lord, and the strength of my salvation. Thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Further, not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves. Silah. As for the, the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire, unto deep pits, that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in thy presence. Mm. And of course, our prayer is that these folks come to Christ and repent before they uh, hit the flames of hell. and um, But if they don't, unfor unfortunately, they will suffer under the eternal wrath of God. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, Henry Kissinger, I believe, is there today mm. for all the evil that he's committed, he committed against the world. Um, <clears throat> he never repented, as far as I know. And it's horrific and horrifying to think of the suffering he's going through right now because of his acts against humanity yeah. and no, his crimes against humanity and, and his disdain and mockery of, of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and God. You cannot mock God and get away with it. That's right. That's right. I mean, I can't even fathom, you know— Facing, you know, eternal judgment, <laughs> you know, for such things is just, man, uh, the importance of, 
why we share the gospel, why we love yeah. those that hate us. Uh, Christ said it, I'm going to hate you because of me. And, you know, we have to continue to share the gospel, even if we're spit at, punched, kicked, you know, don't sit there and take it. But at the same time, don't expect people to receive you always, you know, low key and, and, and nice. There's going to be confrontation. There's going to be times where they're going to detest you for what you believe in, what you're sharing. Yes. But bro, my brother, man. We're living in some uh, trying times for sure as a nation, as a nation, uh, as yes. a church. Yes. Um, praise the Lord that we know the church is victorious. We uh, do. But it's good that we can be informed and we are to just just like we search scripture, brother, like a Berean. We need to be we need to know our culture. We need to know what's going on. We need to get involved. <clears throat> A lot of we people do. think, well, it's only one, you know, one little person here. I can only do so much. No, hey, just say no. Stand up with those that stand against, uh, you know, tyranny and all these things that are taking place. We do because it affects the church as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one last subject that affects the church, mm -hmm. that is this anti-white stuff that's going on. We, we said we wanted to address this. So we could do it. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to mention <clears throat> your your whiteness right now, brother. It's glowing. And it's causing me to get blind a little bit right now, bro. So you know, can you bring the whiteness down? Can that might just... be the Christmas lights behind me. Oh, is that what that is? Ah, <laughs> see? <laughs> ah, the splendor Ooh. of your... Uh... We got to get out of that <laughs> Yes, brother. <laughs> we spoken about this folks my brother and i were talking well he said he said hey i would like to talk to this in one of our podcasts well that's gonna be the next podcast which is this one episode 200 yeah. so we can end on bro this. why are we blaming white people for why are we blaming you white people for everything that happened why because we're the evil blind we're the evil blue-eyed blonde haired devil that's why Oh, okay, makes sense now. Yeah, I see. I see. So, am I supposed to hate you because you're white, bro? Like, or yes. say, or, or say, hey, bro, you know what? You're white. You kind of you're making me feel bad, right? I need my safe I don't space. Know why you, I don't know why you associate with me, brother. I'm white. I mean, I don't know why you. You're not white, so why? Why? I don't. I don't get I it. I understand. You know why know. you associate with me? <laughs> right. I should. I should actually black out the camera. <laughs> You should, oh man! See now you made a black comment. You oh black, no! Now I'm black. in trouble. Oh. Now we're both in trouble. Is that you, equal to blackface if I black out the oh, camera? I mean. Holy! <laughs> I we're we're in the dog. We're going to be in the jail doghouse now. We're getting in super yeah. trouble now. Well, yeah. you know what? Two hundred episode. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. So that's a big question. Yeah, why? Why, why is because... white? The cause of all the problems okay. in the world. I'll tell you why. Because the economic side of communism didn't work. It failed. And they knew they couldn't affect the United States with the economic side because the middle class was too strong in the United States. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> they had a meeting uh, many years ago. I think it was 1940s, 1950s. Um, the Frankfurt School. German rationalism was a yeah. part of that. And what they determined is that the best way to take down the United States is to hit the Achilles heel of race. Mm. 
And so this is a Marxist movement mm-hmm. in the United States, and not spread to the European countries and other places around in, in the world. Africa has even dealt with this. South Africa is really bad on this. Um, and they have, through means of uh, propaganda, manipulation, and psychological warfare, through the use of critical race theory, right out of the Frankfurt School, um, they, they have categorized people into oppressed and oppressors. Mm-hmm. That right. category has nothing to do with your circumstances in life. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with they determine if you're an oppressor or an, or oppressed. Mm. Based, upon, based upon race. Right. And so the white devil concept came out of the Frankfurt School in this whole push to divide people in this country and get them warring with each other based upon race. So what has happened is through the universities, this has been pushed through the universities, and through these uh, race studies classes and so forth, um, and they have uh, indoctrinated students into hating white people. Mm-hmm. Indoctrinated white students into being self self loathing and having white guilt, and so that's where all of this talk about check your white privilege and white fragility and all of that nonsense comes out of these these communist Marxist professors who are following the uh, guidelines put out by the Frankfurt School on how to do this. Yep. And that's the reason this is happening. That's why you're seeing these random attacks against whites, uh, these white students that are being attacked in high school. It's not safe to be a white student in a high school in America today. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. They're being randomly attacked. They've tied the hands of the teachers and the administrators to do anything about it. They can't even go in and pull people, pull these other students off who are beating the, the living daylights out of these white students, they can't even physically restrain these students without uh, getting in trouble themselves. That's how far it's gone. And, uh, and so white people become a target. And what the whole purpose of this is to try to start a race war in the United States and try to divide us up and... Um, and, you know, the whole concept is divide and conquer. Now, I remember when I was in school, mm-hmm. the principal having paddles lined up on the wall. And you, and you really were angry at the guys in woodworking class because right. they would make these paddles and they would drill holes in the paddles. Yeah. And I asked the principal one day, I said, why, why are there holes in the paddles? He said it cuts down on wind resistance. <laughs> and you can get a real good pop. <laughs> yep. You know what? Students, they didn't get too far out of hand. They yep. were they straightened out. You know, you, you getting mm-hmm. that pop on your padded area on the rear end, back when they were still spanking in school, uh, students behaved themselves <laughs> pretty yeah. well. Yep. You know? You get the occasional fight, you know, but it, it's not nothing like it is today. No, absolutely schools not. are war zones today, and because 
of this. I know you. You're it's very like, sad. No, um, no, you're, you're hitting uh, the nail on the head. Uh, the yeah. schools, man, it, it's, they're so bad. So, so, yeah. so bad. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you know, the whole uh, whiteness and through CRT and all that, the biggest thing is seeing white people buying into that, that they themselves put themselves <laughs> at the mercy of other color individuals. Mm-hmm. I've seen White people kneeling before, you know, brown skin, black skin folk at right. being sorry for being born, their color that they're born and for their ancestors. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, but that's the problem. People are buying, have bought it. Well, it's based, it's based, that part is based on, you know, talking about the ancestor thing. That's yeah, based, feeling guilty the, about it. Now they're apologizing to everybody that is of a different on, color. That's that's based on a very tainted and um, false understanding mm-hmm. of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Slavery was a worldwide institution in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were more European slaves in Northern Africa than there ever was coming across the Atlantic Ocean into the European and American nations. Um, The transatlantic um, slave trade was horrific and horrible and unbiblical, and it should have never happened, okay? But when you understand the world as it was at that time, there was slavery all there was slavery all over the world. There was slavery in the Middle East, there was slavery, white slaves in Africa. African tribes were conquering other African tribes and selling them off to the slave traders that were bringing them over to the United States and bringing them to into England and Europe and those places and the care and, and down into the Caribbean. Um, you know, and so to understand it that way, that every race that's existing on the United States today, at some point, their ancestors were slaves, and they were being enslaved by a different race. When you understand it that way, then you it begins to even out. And you mm-hmm. begin to understand this was this was not a racial thing specifically. This was in general the depravity of man acting out in the form of slavery. Just like today, the depravity of man is acting out in the form of abortion, mm-hmm. which is a horrendous thing that I believe future generations are going to rise up and condemn these generations, our generation, because of abortion. We will be yeah. condemned. Just as prior generations were being condemned for slavery. So there is no. Being black in America doesn't give you privilege or right to condemn your brother. Now, the the point is, is that this has gone into the churches. Mm -hmm. Yes. And this is creating problems in the churches. And this is dividing believers from each other. This is creating a rift in the church. And that needs to stop. Yeah. Okay? Because that is unbiblical. It's satanic. It's evil. CRT is evil in the church, and the people mm-hmm. who are doing it need to repent and get right with God, Amen. get right with the Lord, because they are committing evil in the church, and God will hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
better words I cannot speak. You said it so rightly, brother, that, uh, yeah, especially within the church, we need to get away from these man-made theology that is crept in the church and caused all kinds of confusion and people not knowing how to act, respond, wisdom, discernment out the window, bro, because theology is so bad because of these things like this. So we need to be Bereans, folks. We need to look into these things, look at the proper context of what scripture teaches us in regards to race. We all we are all one race. That is a human race that God created. Obviously, different colors and shapes. Different are all ethnicities, the same race. but one different race. ethnicity, but one race. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, bro, so where do you see this going as far as the church goes? Do you see true sound theology standing on its truth? And saying no to CRT that is being pushed, obviously, depending on some denominations that accept it more, it's going to creep in, in there. It's going to cause confusion. It's going to cause people to, you know, completely have a different mindset when it comes to, you know, the race itself. Uh, but do you see the church standing on its truth and going, no, we're not budging. No, we're not accepting well, that's a really interesting and really good question because it brings us full circle mm-hmm. back to the beginning of the podcast where we talked about separating the sheep and the goat, goats. Yep. And uh, denominations are going to split over this. Mm. Right. And the denominations, as usual, the denominations on the wrong side of this year are going to die mm. a very slow and painful death. And the denominations on the right side of this year are going to thrive as they always have. Right. God is going to he's going to create rift and splits in the churches and he's going to uh use the churches that are standing with the scriptures and, and on sound doctrine and uh he's going to use them to advance the gospel and advance his kingdom and the other churches are going to die on the vine just like mm. they just like it's, it's it's this is a repeat of history yeah. this has happened throughout church history and uh so if you're on the side of uh, CRT in the church and you go with a, a split and you go with the CRT side you're in for a very long and painful death of your church. That's where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Great point, brother. And just to point out, one of the biggest denominations continue to have the same fight on this, the SBC, mm-hmm. <laughs> Southern Baptist Convention. We've seen what's taking place there uh, with their conferences and it's right. heading in that direction, brother. I don't know. I just see yep. probably, well, they, they, they've been some churches that have been kicked out of the SBC or have, uh, re what what's it called? They retracted their membership because of uh, these issues. So we're gonna see probably more of that. We're gonna see the conference get it more heated because you know each side is gonna pretend uh, pretend not pretend but present their case and their arguments. Right. Uh, but we hope that uh, sound doctrine and theology. <laughs> you know, is wiser and has more discernment over these things. Right. They're heading for a split. It's going to split. Yeah. That's the, yeah. I mean, it's no, absolutely. inevitable. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is the issue that will split them. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, who knows what the new denomination will be called or the two new denominations will be called, but um, it's going to split. And that's a good thing. Not a bad thing. I know that I know there are pastors trying to hold it together. Right. You know, they're trying to take their Elmer glue and glue the pieces of Humpty Dumpty back together again, who fell off the wall and broke. But uh, Humpty Dumpty's already fallen off the wall 
and he's broken. Mm-hmm. The SBC is broken. You're not putting it back together again. Just go with what the Holy Spirit is doing and go and go with sound doctrine. And, you know, if the split occurs, it occurs. Keep going. This is what happened between the U.S. Uh, peace, was it uh, Presbyterian Church USA and uh, the PCA? the Presbyterian Church of America. I'm in the PCA, which is the uh, more conservative doctrinal mm, church. Okay. Okay. Reformed Calvinist church. And the, the, uh, the P- PC, uh, the uh, Presbyterian church, yes, PC USA is the liberal side. Mm, where they're, that's right. You know, that's right. Yeah. They're accepting of, uh, you know, gay marriage and homosexuality and all this kind of right. stuff. They've gone that far. And uh, those they split. I think it was forty-seven years ago that split occurred. If my numbers are right, mm. uh, but it was way back then. The early, I want to say the early sixties. They split. Mm. Uh, or, no, it was in the seventies. Okay. It was in the seventies. It might might have been nineteen seventy-three uh, that they split. But anyway, they did split. And uh, today. Uh, the PCUSA is dying on the vine, and the PCA is thriving. And so we, we see this happening over and over and over again. So this, this new attack on the church from satanic forces will fail, just like every other attack has failed. Mm-hmm. And the goats will go to, you know, to the church that uh, is mocking God. And the true believers will go to the church that's uh, honoring and glorifying God. That's basically yeah. how it's going to work. So the SBC is going to go through this. It's going to be very sure. painful for them. Very painful for them. Just like the Methodists went through it just recently. The United mm-hmm. Methodists just went through this same kind of split. Uh, it's going to happen to, to the uh, Southern Baptists. Mm. Well, bro, that is some good stuff. I'm glad we were able to talk about all these different things today, our 200 episode. Folks, it's been a privilege to be able to record 200 episodes with my brother. Brother, I appreciate you very much. This got started one time when we looked at each other. I said, we both blab and talk and know like the same (laughs) things. I'm sure me and you can do something. It started as just an idea, and look at us now, 200 episodes into this. Uh, for the glory of God, we continue to do it. We uh, walked out of the upper room mm-hmm. at the old church on Paradise Valley Road in San Diego. Yes. And it, after a men's meeting, mm-hmm. we had a few men there. I don't probably maybe six or seven men. Yeah. And we walked out, and we said, you know, we got to do something on, on social media. We did. And that was the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> and humble beginnings, and God is, we don't know what God has in the future. That is right. That but, is uh, right. But we're going to stay true to Him. Amen. Amen. Bro, if you have nothing else, you know what to do. Well, thanks, folks. Remember to uh, share and subscribe and, uh, and uh, to. Uh, uh, hit that bell for notifications if you need to. Uh, but we appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll see you on the 201st episode.
And before I say my last line, folks, I always forget to mention, we have the VortexApologetic.com page, which has from blogs to all the episodes, even this this one that will be released here in the next day or two, uh, at your disposition. And you can find all kinds of good stuff in there. Again, blogs, and there's some articles in there. And then you have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of about kind of pages or i'm not pages but paragraphs from uh, the brain and myself and hey go check us out there's a lot of cool stuff in there and also we have a facebook if you want to check us out facebook at the vortex apologetic other than that we'll catch you on the flip side you have been listening to the vortex apologetic podcast hey there ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at TheVortexApologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.